Blog Talk Radio. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the James Cody Show. Um, I'm here. I'm going to do, if you guys are from Massachusetts, you should know Jeff Cooner, uh, Holly Carr, and all them, how they talk about different subjects and have callers come in and talk about it with them, get their opinions on it. That's basically what this is going to be about. Uh, this is the first time I'm doing this. I'm hoping to do this weekly, every Monday, 6.30 Eastern Time. Same time as right now. <laughs> and, uh, I'm hoping to get a career out of doing radio. So this is my first time doing an actual one like this. So bear with me, I guess. Uh, anybody can call in. It's 100% free. You don't get charged through your phone bill or anything like that. Trust me, I've called in places, other talk shows like this before on Wild Talk Radio. It's free. Don't have to worry about anything about money. Now, uh, the three things that I have to talk about tonight are the Boston... By the way, before I start, I only have a half an hour to get through this because I have the free version of Blog Talk Radio, so we're going to have to do this kind of fast. And if you hear something you want to talk about with me, share your opinions with everybody else, feel free to call in at 310-982-4112. It should be up at the top of the little box that you see on your screen. It should be right above my pictures. <laughs> so the three things we're going to talk about is the Boston Marathon doubling the security for the 2014 race, uh, the Malaysia Airlines flight that has been, I guess you could say, lost. They can't find out where, what happened to it, where it went. And the third thing is the upskirt ban in Massachusetts signed into a official law, which honestly, I'm going to give you my opinion on that right Actually, I'm going to talk about that first. So, Friday. <clears throat> uh, Mayor, I mean, not... Governor Deval Patrick, sorry, my bad, signed a bill making for photographing or recording a video under a person's clothing a missed disorder. So now you can get arrested for doing that if they find pictures, which you can get two and a half years put in jail for doing that, or you could get a fine of uh, $5,000, $5, my bad. And honestly, I thought that should be a law before any of that stuff even happened. Before he signed the bill, it should have already been a law. In the, I'm reading this out of an article right now because I'm not too prepared for tonight. I looked up stuff last night, and I just quickly found an article, and I highlighted the things I'm going to talk about. This is a CNN article in case I have to give them credit for it. So CNN gets credit for this. So Governor Duval Patrick signed a bill Friday making photographing or video recording under anybody, not just girls, anybody at all. A miss, <clears throat> sorry, a misdemeanor. So you can get arrested for that now. And I think, I definitely think that should not have just recently gotten signed. That should have gotten signed before Friday, way before Friday. It should have gotten signed a long time ago. But I guess nobody really thought about that. Uh, now, the reason how this got signed as a law is... One man, 
promptly pointed his phone up the dress of a female officer. He was arrested and charged with two counts of attempting to secretly photograph a person in a state of partial nudity. So, see, that just sounds messed up. That's just perverted. I don't know it. Me, personally, I don't know anybody that would do that. That's pretty messed up. But weird people out there. We're sending a message that picture or video of a woman under her clothing is morally rehensible. In the Massachusetts, we will put you in jail for doing it, said the state senate in a prepared statement. We will need to revisit this law again and again as technology continues to evolve and ensure that we are providing the necessary protections. So, if anybody has anything to say about that at all, about the uh, upskirt band of Massachusetts, feel free to call in, talk about it, 310-982-4112. And this is what I want to make this show is basically a call-in show where people call in all the time and talk about this stuff. Because, yeah. Recognizing how technology plays a part in amplifying the violation is key, victim advocates say. The images can, in no time, make the international rounds online. I think there's a fear among people that you could have an upskirt picture taken of you and never realize it. Now, that's what Emily May, executive director of iHallback.org, a website that encourages women to share their stories and cell phone pictures of harassers. Your cross could be on the internet, and you may not even know about it, which is 100% true. It could be. You may never know about it. That's the weird thing to think about, and I don't even want to think about that, so let's get on to the next. All right, so again, if you guys have anything to say about that, please call in as soon as possible, 310-924-112. Okay. Now, in the Malaysia Airlines flight, what's going on with that? Now, as you guys know, the other night, The disappearance of the Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 and the true identities of some of its passengers are as deep as the Southeast Asian waters. Uh, Vietnam Navy has spotted a floating object about 80, about 50 miles southwest of Vietnam's So Chu Island, which is located off the country's southwest coast in the Gulf of Thailand, or Thailand, Vietnam. National Re- National Search and Rescue Committee spokesman Hung Nijin told CNN. The object was spotted by Vietnamese Navy rescue aircraft at about 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Due to the dark, the Navy aircraft could not get close enough to identify the floating object and was recalled back to base. Three search and rescue boats have since been deployed in that location. So basically, they can't find the airline plane that took off in Malaysia. Now, there's different things of what people have. There's different theories of what actually happened. Uh, now, the passports were stolen from some people that were on the plane. So some people think that it was terrorists on the plane that took over the plane. What I think is if there was a terrorist on the plane, my opinion is that they crashed it. They had to have been smart. So they crashed it somewhere in, like, the middle of the ocean where nobody could possibly see them. 
which now that I think of it, some people could, oh, people probably would see it then if that was the case. Actually, people definitely would see it then. And that wouldn't be the smart thing to do if you're a terrorist, because obviously since people can see it, you'll obviously get caught. But what I think the other reason is for is if there was terrorists on it, is that they could have went up so high that it just all came apart and little pieces floated down to the earth and now nobody can possibly find them and so that could be another theory. Now I think that I don't think there was terrorists on it, but I think that the pilots probably accidentally went up too high and it just decelerated and the little pieces and went fell right down to the ground. That's what I think. If you guys have any opinions on that, call in 310-982-4112. It's 100% free. You can come on this and talk about your opinion on it. Now, this is uh, this is going viral. This is definitely national news. It's not worldwide news, I should say. Uh, there's plenty of people that are, or plenty of countries, I should say, that are trying to help figure out what exactly happened, where the people could be, what could have gone wrong. The ship. Now this, this kind of reminds me. Since they went right over, it was the, it was Asia. They went right over when this happened. When I last saw them, and this kind of reminds me of the Bermuda Triangle because they never were seen again. <laughs> and uh, some people thought it looked like debris. Debris. <laughs> Can't even pronounce anything now. Some people thought it was debris. Uh, I just said what I thought it was, and that's a possible chance of what it could could have been or is. By the end of the day Sunday, more than 40 planes and more than two dozen ships from several countries were involved in the search. One plane and five sea vessels from Indonesia were the latest additions. The reinforcements joined the rescue teams already scoring the South China Sea near the Gulf of Thailand for any sign of where the flight operated by Malaysia's flagship flagship airline may have gone down. Malaysian authorities said, I'm awful at reading them. Sorry, my bad. The area in focus for most of the search, about 90 miles south of South Chu Island, is where Vietnamese plane reportedly spotted oil splits that stretched between six and nine miles. That is that is a lot. That is really long. I can confirm that there was an oil slick, no debris. But what we are doing now, I was told that the Vietnamese aircrafts are on the site right now to verify what actually is on the surface of those waters. If you guys just tuning in, we are talking about the Malaysian flight that nobody can possibly find. It vanished somewhere and they cannot find it. So welcome if you're tuning in. You guys can call in at 310-982-4112. It's at the top of the screen. On your computers, also. Um, yeah, if there was terrorist, I'm gonna repeat myself. If there was terrorist, they either took them down the plane into the water. Nobody could possibly find them. I don't know how they would do that. Cause people would find them eventually if they did that. Or they could have just went up so high that it just accelerated and the little parts of the plane flew down to the ground, and nobody can really find sight of that especially since there was people on it. Actually, about that, as the search continues, 
The agonizing wait goes on for relatives of the 227 passengers and 12 crew members aboard the plane. It was flight 370. Uh, among the passengers that were 154 from China, or Taiwan, three Malaysian, 38 Malaysians, five Indian nationals, and three U.S. citizens, five of the passengers were younger than five years old. Mi Ling Chung is believed to have been one of the people on board, a Malaysian national who has been living in Pennsylvania since 2010. She works as a process engineer. So that's sad when you know that there's people from your country that that happened to when it wasn't even, it didn't even happen in the country that they're in. You know what I mean. Uh, we got a caller with area code 508, so I will take your call in one second. I just want to finish doing this real fast. As you can imagine, this has been very shocking. It's a sad situation, and our thoughts and prayers go out to the families of all aboard the mission flight, and in particular to those of our coworkers. To the spokeswoman. Also, by the way, when you guys come on the show, keep it 100% professional because once you do something stupid, just say something stupid, I'm trying to kick you right off. I really want to get a radio career out of this. And trust me, this is the first time I've ever done one, so I will get better. I'm going to go to like a quick two minute break, but when I come on, I'll take the call of the phone there. Be right back. Stay tuned. that nobody can possibly find right now. Uh, now, we have already talked about the 
Upscambert, the sorry, Upskirt Band in Massachusetts that signed into a lot. If you guys want to talk about that, you guys can call in 100% free, 310-982-4112, and you guys can talk about it on the show live in front of the one or two people that are probably watching. And uh, it's going to be live every Monday, same exact time, possibly for half an hour. Now we shall take some callers. Caller, you are on the line. Hey, Tom. Not much. Yep. <laughs> now, you have anything to say about the upskirt ban or the uh, Malaysian Airlines flight? Yeah, the Malaysian right. Airlines. And then maybe when you're done with the Boston Marathon, I, maybe we can, I can talk about that too. Okay. I really <laughs> don't know because um, wouldn't there be like anything that would know if you were like up too high, like in the plane? All right, sorry, what did you say? Wouldn't there be like some that would say if you were like too high? Oh well, yeah, but if, the thing is, if there was terrorists on it. Obviously, they wouldn't really care. They're just there to basically kill everybody that's on the plane. But if there wasn't, that's what they they don't know. They're trying to find out the altitude and stuff. Cause, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to think. Because um, if it's terrorists, um, they would just go straight up. But I really don't know. And when you said something about the oil, right? The what? The oil? Yeah. Well, the oil could have been low or something like that. Now, there could have been... There's also a uh, thing that people are going around, spreading around, that there could have been something wrong with it. But if there was and they were going down, they have stuff on there to tell other airline flights that they're going down or their they're plane's not working right or something like that. So they could let one of the other airlines know that. But that's the thing that they don't know. Because nobody said anything about it. So it's basically... You know how the Bermuda Triangle people go over that all the time, and I remember. Really, I remember that. Yeah, because once people go over the Bermuda Triangle, you don't hear. Yeah, they're never seen again. This is, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's basically what happened here, I guess, because they didn't get any contact from the plane that they were going down. That there was a break. There was something broken in the uh, plane. That's what so that's I was thinking. And because, uh, since. Like, what if the there engine was something? Well, yeah, but if there was terrorists on it, obviously they wouldn't care. But if there wasn't, that's the thing that they don't know. Because if yeah. there was a malfunction with the engine or something like that, they could have told. They could have. Ha- they had time to. Uh, they were so high up in there, they had time to call in and let them know that they're going down or something like that. But the other reason why they think that is because some passports, those, I think, I think it says three or four passports. Yeah, three or four passports that were stolen. And that's why they think the terrorists are there, because of some of the passports that were stolen. Wait, but, where were they from, though? They, they don't know. Well, the people's passports that they stole were from Asia and... Oh, they were just from Asia. But they don't Wait, know they're all from Asia? who stole them. So. 
Yes, but since they don't know who's Serbian, that's why they're calling them terrorists, because that's basically what terrorists do is <laughs> this stuff. But, uh, yeah, anything else at all? Um, not right now, but um, when you're ready for to call for the Boston Marathon, I'll be ready for that. Okay, so uh, I think yeah, you'll probably just have to call her back in because I can't do anything once I hang you up. It's gone. <laughs> All right, so once once you want to talk, just call back in and I'll put you back on the line. All right, just let me know. All right, thanks for the call, Tom. All right, now if anybody else out there wants to call in and talk about. Uh, the Ross, well, actually, not the Ross Marathon yet, so we haven't talked about that. The Oscar Band of Massachusetts signed into a law of the Malaysia flight that nobody knows what happened about. You guys can call it at 310 It should be at the top of your screen. Uh, it's 100% free. You can call in. So now we are going to go to the Boston Marathon. Now, as you guys know, the Boston Marathon is a yearly thing, April vacation for kids that are still in school, and it's April 21st is the exact date. It's always Monday, the third Monday in the month of April last year. Well, if you guys heard about this, everybody should. It's a big thing that worldwide. Uh, two people from Dartmouth, the Dartmouth College, they had a cooked a bomb that they cooked themselves and they made basically in an oven and they had it they went to the marathon, they had it in their backpack and since they had that in their backpack obviously it was going to explode but nobody knew that they put it inside of a trash can I don't know how because they had security cameras everywhere, I don't know how one of them didn't pick it up but they uh, had it in their backpack it went off, killed three people and hurt more than 260 that is pretty bad so now this year, since that happened last year, this is the first year they have in the Boston Marathon again with that in the past. So now they're going to be extra careful. Uh, so the Boston Marathon double security for 2014. Basically what I'm trying to say here is that they're going to have more police, they're going to have more security. There's going to be a lot of undercover cops. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be more than 3,500 police officers that are patrol. Patrol this year's Boston Marathon more than double the number last year they had. Uh, the enhanced police presence is a part of the beefed up security plan detailed by Monday, Monday by public safety officials as they prepare for the April 21st marathon, Boston Marathon. People who plan to attend the marathon are being strongly discouraged from taking backpacks, rolling bags, coolers, and other large items and are instead being asked to carry personal items in their clear plastic bags. Anybody who does have a bulky bag will be subject to search. So basically what I'm saying is if you have a bulky bag, you have, even if you have a mask on, they'll want you to take the mask off. If you don't, they'll probably either arrest you or kick you out. Uh, back to the bulky bag. If you guys have a bulky bag, they will check it. Okay. Also, the thing is, they cannot do this, but they are going to anyways for safety. I don't really blame them for this. I would probably do the same exact thing. If you live on the streets where the marathon is taking place and you look suspicious to the police, they will check you. Now, if you have a cooler outside, you guys are sitting out there relaxing, just watching the marathon, 
They will search your cooler. They will search whatever you have. I'm even pretty sure that if they have to, they will check your house, which I don't think is right, but because of what happened last year, I mean, I guess it's good enough. Now, these, I don't know if you'd call them terrorists, the ones, the people that put the bombs off last year, because they were from Massachusetts, but they weren't really American. So that's the thing. I'm pretty sure, oh yeah, I guess they're terrorists, people saying that, that's what's going on, but I don't really, I wouldn't call them terrorists. Police welcome to spectators to be especially vigilant and report any suspicious items or activity. So, if you guys see anybody that looks suspicious to you, call the police as soon as possible. Even if you guys don't think they're really going to do anything, you should still definitely call the police just to have them search, just in case. You, you never know. You could be a hero. It could be up to something. You might not have called in. You would have felt 100% guilty. But... Who really cares? Like runners, spectators are being told they cannot bring containers with more than one liter of liquid and cannot wear bulky costumes or anything that covers their face. Like I said before, if you wear anything that covers your face, you will be kicked out. Okay? Unregistered runners, known as bandits, will be prohibited this year. So if you are not a registered runner, you cannot participate in this this year. Sometimes... Back in the past, they used to let it go, but I didn't really care. But this year, if you're not registered, they will not let you run. Even if you decide to do it last second, they're not going to let you. Um, Timothy Alvin, commander of the state police, said police will have more than 100 additional security cameras along the route and will also have met with business owners to coordinate use of their civilian cameras as well. Here spectators to report anything at all suspicious to police. Anything they see that you think is suspicious at all, go right ahead, call police, let them know, tell them where it is, stuff like that. Okay? In this world, you never eliminate risk. You never bring it down to zero. That is true. Um, so basically, yes, there's going to be a lot more police, a lot more people that are going to be there. There's supposed to be over a million people this year, which is more than the Boston Marathon's ever had. If you guys want to talk about the Boston Marathon, double the security for 2014 race, call in now. If you want to talk about the Malaysia Airlines flight, call in now. The upskirt band in Massachusetts signed into a law, call in now. And you can talk live on air. But only warning you, we have less than three minutes, so you kind of got to Hurry up with what you got to say on the line. I'm hoping to go there this year. Last year, I'm going to tell you guys a quick story. Last year, me and my dad were going to a, we went to a Red Sox game. It was a couple days before we saw all these people going there for the spaghetti dinner, and they looked like they're having a great, grand old time there. Uh, then the thing that sucks is what happened at the marathon. Some of those people that we saw could have actually seen it, which would have been. Well, I'm not going to say it would have been cool, because obviously that wouldn't have been cool. It would have actually been awful, but, yeah. All right. So we have exactly two minutes left. So thank you guys for tuning in this week. I am going to go right now. With two minutes left, that's pretty good for me. All right. Uh, come back next Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, or the same exact time that you, um, came here today and listened, and you can talk about it, you can come on air, uh, 
whatever you want. It's going to be, obviously, there's going to be different subjects. But uh, I'm going to have this planned out ten times better. I'm going to have everything written up in front of me that I need. I'm going to have more subjects to talk about. It's going to be fun. You guys can call in. Also, go down in the description below. You will see my Twitter, which you can tweet me about anything you want to at all. You will also see my website. If you want updates on this radio show, sometimes I might not have it because I'll be going into a real radio station with my boss from my work. Not really work. I volunteer there. But I'll be going there with my boss so you guys can find out if I'm going to be going live or not by following me on Twitter or the website. If I'm not going live, I will tweet about it and... I will also put it on the nude section of the website. So I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Hope to see you guys back here next Monday. If you didn't call in tonight, don't worry. There's a chance every week that I'm on here live. If I don't go, if I can't go live on a Monday, I'll go live either Sunday or Tuesday, and I will have the show planned out perfectly good. I will know a couple days before I have to go live. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope to see you back here next week. Till then, peace.